Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Please check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the new Substack-based mail-out that gets our most recent products in your inbox when they happen. It's going to become increasingly more important as we get closer to the midterms and to the 2024 general election. Here's this morning's segment on Talk Back with Chuck Wilder is broadcast on CRN Digital Talk Radio. Everybody's talking at me. Chuck Wilder, CRN, and my privilege now to welcome my next guest, the one and only Mr. Frank Savato, executive partner at Compass Point Group and host of the Underground USA podcast. Uh, his analyst has been cited by the U.S. House Inter- International Relations, I'll get that right, committee, and has been published by American Enterprise Institute, the Washington Times and are internationally syndicated. Now, Frank is the author of six monographs examining the threats facing our country. He can be heard twice weekly on the Captain's America Third Watch, which is syndicated nationally on Salem and Genesis Communication Affiliate Stations. Frank Savato, how are you, sir? Mr. Wilder, always a pleasure to talk to you. You hear me hitting those speed bumps when I'm reading your intro there as... uh, uh, my glasses are not working today. You know? Well, you know, every now and then they got to be tweaked. I feel your pain on that one. Yeah. Well, how do you tweet a, a, a glass of bourbon? Well, <laughs> you just you just finish it and try again. Yeah, is what you, you do? <laughs> I thought that tie in there. You know, uh, glasses and anyway, I work on it. But yeah, but I uh, my eyes are a little fuzzy today for some reason. I can't figure it out. So uh, there we go. Hey. Uh, a lot of things going on, and uh, you have two excellent articles. I want to try to get into both of them as much as possible. Uh, one of your reports in Rule Near Rule America, the fastest left Democratic brand is toxic and waning. Associated Press recently floated a story about the decline of the Democratic Party brand in rural and near rural areas of the United States. And basically, they're trying to blame blame somebody else, right? Lay it on someone else. Well, the performance of the Biden administration and and the Congress under Schumer and Pelosi have been uh-huh. so anti what the people want 
that there is a palpable anger out there, especially in rural and near rural areas. And it's getting to the point where rank-and-file Democrats those areas are refusing to identify as Democrats because they don't want the blowback that's coming towards them. You're seeing uh, bumper stickers being taken off the back of cars. The signs are coming down. Nobody wants to identify as being someone who supports the Biden administration because they're doing that bad a job. So when you when you look at the demographics going forward into the midterms and then 2024, uh, the question is, will that embarrassment lead rank-and-file Democrats to say, maybe I don't vote the same people back in? And if that is the case, are they going to do their due diligence to make sure it's somebody who's not going to embarrass them? Uh, the overriding onus of that piece is that no matter how bad Biden is and no matter how embarrassing Kamala Harris is and Nancy Pelosi and Schumer and whomever, Adam Schiff, all of them, they're in office because rank-and-file Democrats voted them in. So the, the, the responsibility for what's happening to the country right now lies with the Democrat voters, not so much Joe Biden, but the people who in these areas, these rural and near rural areas, who refuse to identify because they're embarrassed, it's their responsibility what's happening. So it, it's time for them to stop saying, well, I'm just voting for anybody who's got a D behind their name because I'm a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Your party has been hijacked by the far left, which today needs to be identified as the fascist left, because that's the way they're ruling the country. They're ruling you know, the one, country yeah. under a fascist yeah. system of government. And one uh, particular uh, uh, state, you say, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee's really hit hard, basically facing extension. And people say, well, there's just a bunch of hillbillies there. They don't understand. Yes, they do. Yeah. Well, Tennessee's a pretty important state when you come to yes, the Electoral College, and, and you're, you're looking at, at, the, at the music industry capital of the world now in Nashville. Mm -hmm. you know, so it's, it's not some backward state. And when you've got a U.S. representative there who's decided to opt out of re-election, saying that his party, he fears that his party is going extinct there because of the people not wanting to identify. That's, those are my words. Those were yeah. U.S. Representative Cooper's words. You know, that's, that's, a, that's an alarming thing to hear from someone inside the Democrat Party. Yeah. Coming up on the break here, uh, Frank, and in, in your report, you say a January Gallup poll determined that Democrats lost a stunning amount of political ground 2021, dropping from a nine-point advantage to a five-point deficit, the largest party preference shift in over... 30 years. So you might say, yep, they're in a heap of trouble there if you're from Tennessee. Frank Vernuccio, uh, going to be right back here in a moment. I've got to get your uh, website, too, there, Frank. Make sure I have the right one when we come back. All right, so people can catch up and keep track of you. Make sure you don't go haywire. Yes. Frank Sabato, S-A-L-V-A-T-O. Be right back. He calls democracy messy props up the Chinese Communist Party, praises Xi and his regime, known for violent oppression, invests in Chinese military companies. A defector? No. It's BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, the CEO of a major American company who's gone all in on China. Can he be more anti-American? 
Larry Fink, BlackRock. Taking your money, betting on China. Message paid for by Consumers Research, an independent educational 501c3 nonprofit organization. Log on to www.consumerresearch.org to learn more. Everybody's talking at me. Chuck Wilder, CRN, with my guest Frank Savato, executive partner of Compass Point Group. And, uh, of course, like I said, you can hear him on Captain American's Third Watch. Uh, now, you know, on this thing here, uh, you, you say that, uh, let me see here, rank-and-file Democrats feel no responsibility for the shift. They say that Democrat voters fail to understand their party shift was facilitated by them. But you know what? Do you think, Frank, that now they're saying maybe there was voter fraud because, you know, I didn't like the way the guy uh, sounded or da-da-da-da-da. Maybe there's a lot of Democrats who think there was voter fraud going on. Well, I'm 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 going to lean away from that because, you know, Democrats, especially far-left Democrats, uh-huh. uh, tend to gravitate towards victimhood. So I'm more inclined to believe that the people on the far left are saying they were sold a bill of goods that uh, that wasn't exactly what they thought they were signing up for. But when you talk about regular Democrats, and I'm, I'm making this distinction, and I've been doing it for quite a while now, and it, now's a perfect time to, to use this as an example. There's a difference between rank-and-file Democrats and the far left of their party. You, you, we started hearing the term progressives popping up when, when Hillary Clinton was running for office the first time. She identified as a, as a proud progressive. Well, progressives, when you go back into history, especially to the turn of the 20th century with the Wilson administration, they called themselves progressives as well. But they were openly honest about the fact that they were practicing American fascism to the point where Mussolini and Hitler were envious of what Wilson was doing and said so in letters to the Wilson administration. So you're, you're looking at the sneaking in of that kind of fascism in the Democrat Party on the far left. We're seeing that today with the squad, with, with the very far left people in the Democrat Party. So rank-and-file Democrats are not being represented by their own party. The, the party has been hijacked by these far-left people, and, and they're instituting their brand of fascism in our government today to where most of the rank-and-file real Democrats don't want to identify as Democrats because that's the way they're, be, they're being governed by fascists. And you're talking so, about, like, uh, A.O. Cortez and Ehan Omar, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders... Yep, absolutely. That's it's Dr. spot on. Jill. Those, <laughs> I threw you know, in Dr. Yeah. Jill just yeah, go ahead. My, well, yeah, well, you know, she's part of the apparatus, so why not yeah. throw her in? <laughs> yeah. You know, so you yeah. you've got these these far leftists who are very loud and even when you look at the to the progressive caucus of the Democrat Party, they're still a minority. So they're running roughshod. They're bullying everybody else. In, in the larger Democrat Party, if rank-and-file Democrats would just stand up and say, you know what, we're taking our party back, then you're going to get back to a time in politics where in Washington and even in the many state houses, you can actually find middle ground and, and common things to actually work with the other side on and try to affect at least functional government. 
Right now, we don't have functional government, and it's because of the very far left. So, Democrats, your party has been hijacked. When is it time for you to take it back? Don't go into hiding where you don't want to identify as, as a Democrat. Stand your ground. Take your party back. But, you know, even on, on what you might call the outer limits or the outer skirts or whatever, uh, people that act like, ooh, I'd love, you know, like, uh, what's his name, Buttigieg or somebody like that, you know, or, <laughs> or, or, the, or the, uh, the guy that rides the bicycle. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, maybe that is but a jig, but anyway, uh, you know they don't have anybody. You know what I? That's sort of like all American, you know. But see, then they'll say, "Oh no, we we got to keep our wokeness. We got to keep you know, um, men can have babies and all that stuff. It's been drilled into their heads." But do you think that overall, the underground growth of of the Democrats, there's more people that still don't relate to what they're spewing out. As much I, as they I be- think they do, I believe the overwhelming majority of the Democrat voters are are people who are embarrassed by what the far left is doing. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're woke. I think they're going along because of the D behind the person's name. If, if you ask the uh, the rank and file Democrat today what Pete Buttigieg has done as Secretary of Transportation to alleviate the supply chain issue, they have to say nothing. You know, they have to say nothing, and you ask them what he's done. And they say, well, we, we never hear from him. We don't know what he's doing. Do you think he's a good secretary of transportation then? No. Well, all we have to do on, on the right and in the center, Republicans, conservatives, libertarians, independents, is look at the Democrat voters and say, you've got to stand up for your party. You've got fascists coming in, marshalling in Marxist values into our system, that don't serve anybody, and I don't believe that you want this. All you've got to do is stand up and say no because you're in the majority. You know, this is what happens when you impose groupthink on a political group. The loudest people in the room usually get to lead, and and the loudest people don't usually have the, you know, they don't, it's not a prerequisite that they have the best thoughts out there and the best ideas. It's just the best organized ideas, and if nothing else, Marx was organized. So well, you know, regular uh, Democrats yeah. have to stand up. I, I'm i just going to say, and I'm, and I'm probably totally wrong, and I have the right person on the air right now with me that can back that up, <laughs> that maybe the last Democrat who really had it going for him and knew what was happening, uh, even though he had a lot of flaws, believe it or not, uh, was uh, Kennedy, right? Well, it, it's certainly worth making an argument that that's the case. Uh, I even mean, he was Bill very Clinton, popular, that's for sure. You know, uh, even Bill Clinton, who was a, a two-term president, knew that you had to have common ground to move government forward. You know, so he mm-hmm. did try to work across the aisle. So you have to give that to Bill Clinton. You can't give it to his wife. And the, in retrospect, looking at history, you realize that she was the radical of that of that couple. You know, he was he was a politician. She was a radical. She still is a radical. You know, so Democrats back in the Clinton administration, you know, coming off the Reagan administration, you could still work across the aisle with people to get common things done. He got welfare reform done, which was not a big thing with the far left and the Democrat Party by a long shot 
But he knew that there had to be common ground moving forward for government not to be dysfunctional. Since the Clintons, when we get into the Obamas, that's the far left. And they are going to force their agenda on the country, whether you like it or not. You know, that's that's the way the far left goes. And I don't believe rank-and-file Democrats believe it's got to be my way or the highway. I think they really do understand that to have representative government for the whole country, you've got to work on common ground. So everybody else, Republicans, conservatives, libertarians, independents, we can help Democrats take back their party from the fascists if we empower them to do so. Yeah, I've got a funny feeling myself that uh, Mr. Obama is still uh, doing a lot of steering even today. Well, I'm I'm of the mindset that because Valerie Jarrett never left Washington D.C. and she moved right. into Obama's mansion to run a to run a, a pack there that's pushing the far left fascist agenda, that she's still in control. See. Yeah, she's got an excuse. She's helping him run Netflix. Yeah, that's what she's that's <laughs> yeah. what she's doing. She's a, yeah. she's helping him run Netflix like Goebbels helped with the message for the Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> they've got a few few good programs on there but they have also got a lot of a uh, lot of things that uh, turning people off so uh, Valerie Jarrett never left the political sphere she and yeah. she and Eric Holder have their fingers deep into what's happening in Washington today and deep into the Biden administration and anybody who doesn't believe that is not seeing the world with eyes wide open yeah and you know and speaking of uh, Eric Holder and and people like that and <clears throat> how He'll just say, uh, I refuse to answer on the grounds, I refuse to answer on the grounds. and uh, But yet, they keep going after Trump, you know. And it's, I dare you that you won't come up before our committee and answer all of these questions. You know, it's the double standard. And Hillary, Hillary, golly. You know, I think she could probably kill five people, you know, with with... 112 witnesses, and she'd still nothing would happen to her. What were you going to say? Well, when you've got when you've got the power of the, of a media monopoly, yeah, true. pushing the narrative that you want pushed, it's easy to get away with murder, both literally and figuratively. So un- until yeah. the, the people out there stop, we start weaning themselves off of the usual suspect mainstream media, and starving them to death. You know, when a, when a sponsor, and you, and you and I know this from being in the business that we're in, Chuck, when, when a sponsor is not getting a response from the show that they're sponsoring, the sponsor stops sponsoring the show. Mm-hmm. So if we starve CNN and starve MSNBC and starve ABC, CBS, and NBC because we don't watch them and we don't buy the products that are being sold on those stations, Pretty soon those stations either have to pivot to something that will make money or get become a line in a history book. So, you know, when we say, what can we do? We could do a lot just with the power of the wallet when we go to the stores. If you don't like MSNBC, don't buy the products that are being sold on the station. Well, see, I hear let- rumors, you know, and, I, and I've never just come right on and said, here's an effect. Uh, but I hear rumors, you know, that there's a lot of uh, outside money, even from other countries, being poured into these certain, a lot of these, uh, you know, so far, far left 
TV stations and stuff like that. Well, not only the TV stations, but the party, the party specifically, and the companies that actually give big donations to right. the parties. You know, Wall Street is is a political animal, and when you get into sovereign funds from overseas, like the Saudis have a sovereign fund, and and uh, I believe the UAE has a sovereign fund, they're investing in in companies and in in funds on Wall Street that give tons of money to far left causes, but it gets too complicated for the everyman to try to understand how foreign money is really ruling the fascist left of the United States. And I'm not going to exonerate the far, the right either. Washington D.C. has got a lot of outside influence that's deep pocket money, mm-hmm. dark money that comes from both overseas and from the corporate sector. And if we want to get back to good in this country where we have actual representative government, we've got to get serious about what fuels the influences on K Street and in the halls of Congress. And yeah. that's something that you're going to you're going to drag politicians kicking and screaming to do. You know, and you've had previews of coming attractions, and I've talked about it a lot with a lot of different guests, and all you have to do is look at Hollywood. And the movie industry, you know, to see what kind of influence is getting in there. Because uh, when you see uh, so many movies now that you can't, you say, what in the world are those credits? Uh, credits, You know, you're trying to read the credits. Oh, that's uh, Chinese. You can't read Chinese, can you? No. i got to tell you, that's got to be the most difficult language in the world. It would take me five minutes to print one letter, you know, with my pen, not print it, but, you know, to write it, I swear. By the time I said, look, incoming missile, I'd probably get two words out or two letters out, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, and, and not to mention they've got, I believe, like 31 different dialects. So which one are you, which one are you speaking and printing? Whichever one they tell me. <laughs> well, if you're, if you're over in China, you're damn right. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, and here, you you know, the Olympics, uh the worst, worst ratings ever. And they said, well, it's because it was 18 hours uh, delay or 17 hours delay. No. And I was talking no. to somebody, Frank, and you would know because, man, you're right on top of it, see. Uh, when they had the Winter Olympics in Switzerland, wasn't that – that wasn't on daylight savings time, was it? it was, you know what I'm saying? No, no. Wasn't it the I same didn't. thing and they still had high ratings as far the, as the, the time lapse? The excuse of the time lapse is complete and utter BS with a capital B and a capital S. This was people saying, I'm not going to watch it because it's affiliated with the communist Chinese government. And the communist Chinese government is bullying the world, even as they enslave their own people and commit genocide on their own people. So this was, this was a, a global yeah. boycott of the Olympic Games because the International Olympic Committee wanted to look the other way with, with a country that's committing genocide against their own people and using slave labor and, and defying their mission statement, that is to bring the world together. The International Olympic Committee should be ashamed of itself for even entertaining China as being a participant in the Olympic Games with what they're doing to their people in the world. Yeah, and... Of course, the mainstream media, you know, uh, wouldn't uh, wouldn't go along with uh, what you just said at all. Oh no, no, there's it's, too there's too much revenue yeah. to be made. Time lapse, time lapse, yeah. Uh, and I guess uh, the the one that's got the uh, the contract now is NBC. 
I think for another two or three years anyway for the Olympics. Isn't that it, it, it's they're they're almost owned part and partial by the Chinese. Yeah, and, see, and this it was is why a good it, decision a long time ago for NBC to say, "Hey, we're going to pick that up." You know, like hey, ABC could, started picking up sports, you know, and all of a sudden it became really popular, you know. You're going to broadcast the football game? Yes. Yeah, if I could get a contract for 20 years for the Olympics, why wouldn't I want that? Yeah. But I but I would need to speak out when it's going to be hosted by a by a country that's committing genocide against their own people. I need yeah. to take a stance with the International Olympic Committee saying, if you're going to do this, we're going to cut back coverage. That's just the way it is. We we can't stand by this. Got to take that break. We're going to be back with the one and only Mr. Frank Savato. And uh, when we come back, Frank, uh, just let me know if it's uh, which one of these uh, websites where they can read all of your excellent material, okay? Just hold that down, and I'll copy it down because I didn't get that in your memo. (laughs) Anyway, we'll be right back with the one and only Frank Savato. I'm Judson Carroll, and I'm an herbalist. I'd like to invite you to listen to my show, the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. It's available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It's a show with a conservative Christian worldview, and it's about a lot more than just herbal medicine. It's about an independent way of life, being more self-reliant, less reliant on the government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and the supply chain. With freedom comes responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is putting food on the table. Other times it's caring for yourself and your family with home remedies. So give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it, and it may just save your life. Everybody's talking at me. CRN, Chuck Wilder, with my guest, Frank Savato, And uh, he is the executive partner of the Compass Point Group, host of the Underground USA podcast, okay, and he can be heard twice weekly on Captain's America, Third Watch, syndicated nationally with the Salem and Genesis Communication Affiliate Stations, and Frank and I, we go back a long, long ways, but you know, Frank, when you and I first got together, it seemed like the main thing we were talking about was uh, uh, the Muslim invasions and of the United States and things like that, and man, I'm telling you, you cover so many subjects and you do it so excellently is that the right word excellently or is that when hey, you kneel I'll, down <laughs> i'll i will i'll take it any way you want to serve it up chuck all right you know now here's yeah, the we've thing been, we've been ta- we've been talking for all getting on 20 years oh yeah you know and uh here's the thing though is that uh he, he had such a long intro that he finally gave me a short version so that all of it would fit on the blog, you know, that I post. <laughs> anyway, but you, you didn't give me where they can uh, read all of your wonderful stuff, and I wanted to make sure. Is it still undergroundusa.com? Yes, it is. Everything That's is consolidated over there. And, and uh, if, you, if you go over there for the first time, it's going to ask you if you want to subscribe. It's free, and and we don't, we don't do any third-party things. It is when there's new product out, you get the new product in your email box directly. It's always available 24-7, 365 over at undergroundusa.com. There's a link to the podcast. It's an all-in-one. And the reason I moved to this kind of a format is because as we head into the midterms and into 2024, and as the left continues to try to push the great reset and awokeism, they're going to, again, start to purge people from from 
not only social media, but they're going to make it harder to find people on the Internet. So sign up now so that we can have a direct line to you so that we can keep the flow of information coming to you on critical issues. Agree with us. Don't agree with us. You leave a comment. Leave a like. The likes help us a lot, both on the podcast and on, on the webpage. But engage in, in the debate. Engage, share your thoughts. Get your voice heard out there. Because the more discussion that happens on critical issues of the day – the more good ideas for solutions get advanced. That's something the mainstream media doesn't want you to do, and it's something that the left absolutely doesn't want you to do. That's why you're seeing the banishments on Twitter and the censorship on Facebook and, and, and all of that. So please sign up, stay engaged, stay informed, and don't be afraid to talk about the critical issues of the day. It's very important, especially today. You know, and Frank, uh, here at CRN, we've got a really tight connection with Salem, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. George Putnam and I, when we were on Carol A., you know, we were, were under the Salem umbrella. And the owner of CRN, he was uh, Mike Horn and the whole group there. So, And I think Underground USA, you guys probably need donations because if you're underground, you probably have to <laughs> have a big electricity bill, right, with all the light bulbs burning and Huh? Yeah, it's like it's like Bitcoin <laughs> mining. Yeah, any, any anything that anybody wants to help with, it's always always welcome yeah. to help the cause because it does it's, it doesn't happen for free. Let's put it that way. Yeah, nothing nothing for free anymore. And if they tell you now it's free plus tax, you know. Yeah, and speaking and, and of if that, it's free, the tax, <laughs> and if it's, yeah. if it's free, the taxpayers are already paying for it anyway. So yeah. Well, speaking of that, by the way, if you if you go to undergroundusa.com and read Frank Savato's uh, article before this one, it's all about the IRS tax season promises complications. Good news. Okay. Hey, thank you very much, Frank. Look forward to our next visit. Me too. Thanks, Chuck. The one and only Leo Homan is right around the corner. You're listening to Underground USA. Be sure to like our podcast, leave a comment, sign up for the newsletter so that the Silicon Valley overlords don't get to interrupt our information flow to you. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi. I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. 